this is Rosha Shaib of Satoshi's Treasure Hunters. So the last update was November 1st. I recorded this as November 22nd. And let's get into what has happened with the game. So the cool, the clue, if you will, for the Athena Keys that has done it ended uh, 1119. You had to get in your postcards and solve the, the time index, if you will. And that has ended. Uh, what the game makers have said was uh, the answer was 380058 uh, dot uh, or dash, if you will, 13-42-40 is the answer to the Athena main challenge. Congratulations to anyone who who made and made progress uh, with the keys, but uh, no one solved it, so is going back into the vault, uh, which is something they do when uh, no one solves anything, if you will. They put everything back into the vault. So those are a set of keys. Um, I'm assuming two, maybe three, possibly four keys that went back into the vault. And then uh, we had a clue drop, which was the Muddy Keys, where the clue is Jason's game. So if you look on the site for that, this is what it says. And there's been a change. I'll show you my screenshot when I first came on this, when it first dropped into what it is now. So this is what it first dropped. As you can see, it didn't have everything here. The need for help wasn't on there. And that's because when we get into it, there were some glitches, surprise. But here is the clue. So back to story mode for the Satoshi Treasure Hunt game. You came through the portal onto a patch of forest and stopped in your tracks. Before you is a wide open expanse your brain struggles to make sense of. In front of you is a riot of colors coming from a huge variety of tents, the likes of which you have never seen. They come in in a wide range of shapes and sizes, rich colors, multi-storied, impossible shape. Some even with what appear to be moving paintings on them. Sounds very Hogwarts. In among this penelope of tents is an equal sort of crowds of beings. Many look human but command go through portals. So it's a it's a command game. And we'll get into the breakdown of the game in itself but um, just kind of just go through the, the parts of the, the clue. Uh, you have to download the game, Quorum Controls Games, uh, the latest Windows, the latest Mac OS, the latest Linux. Uh, game rules can be found at Tulip James Games Contest Rules. If you go to, so the Quorum Control JSON Game Competition Terms and Conditions Official Rules. We'll get about to the Tulip thing in a moment, but it's a no entry fee, no purchase necessary to enter or win. Uh, to enter to or win. The Quorum Control competition, um, the competition in quotations, begins on November 20th, 2019 at 12 p.m. Eastern Time and ends on February 28th, 2020. I hope that's competition period. Uh, the winner of the competition will be eligible to recover to receive the prizes as defined below. The competition is a series of puzzles that entrants can solve to win the prize in accordance with the rules defined below. The competition will run the, alongside the Satoshi Treasure game available on the other site. Sponsor is not affiliated with Satoshi's Treasure. Please review any terms and conditions that might be applicable to your use of Satoshi's Treasure. Each entrant agrees to be bound by the official rules by participating in the competition, download our app located 
at Jason's Games. I, we'll talk about that. I submit email addresses as part of the game sign-up and activation. If you are entered and do not accept these official roles in the entry, you may not participate in the competition. Submit a submission or access to use the site or Jason's Games application. If you agree to these official roles on behalf of the business, your representative and warrant that you have the authority to bind the business to the official roles and your agreement to these official roles will be treated as the agreement of the business. In the event, the errant you and your refer him to that business. Uh, no purchase necessary to enter or win, so how to repeat above. Okay, eligibility. <clears throat> the competition is open to anyone at least 18 years or older as the date of entry and not from a restricted jurisdiction is defined in Section 1. Interest must have registered with the sponsor via sign-up or providing a valid email within the game. Employees of the sponsors and respective pa parent companies, affiliates, and subsidiaries, av advertisement, promotion, fulfillment, or other coordinated agencies, individuals provide a service to sponsors through an outsourcer or temporary employment agencies during the contest period, and their respective immediate families. Okay. The team directly affiliated with Social's game and their respective immediate family and persons living in the same household are not eligible to enter the contracts. Okay, restricted jurisdiction. This is a big thing. Entrants from following this jurisdiction are prohibited from participating in the competition. Cuba, Iran, North Korea, Syria, Venezuela, New York, or any other jurisdiction where the competition may be deemed a violation of local law. Uh, so my understanding is Canada is included in this, but Cuba, Iran, North Korea, Syria, and Venezuela are on the, like, no-do business because of stupid trade war stuff going on uh, with these uh, countries which doesn't fit within the spirits of you know being a you know cypherpunk if you will and being a global game not that like of all those places North Korea I wouldn't think would have the ability to uh, participate in the game possibly Syria but Syria is pretty war torn but and I know Venezuela, Iran, are going through some mess, but there's still a possibility that people from those regions be able to participate. I mean, they participate in Bitcoin. I can imagine that you should be able to participate in this game. New York, of course, because it's New York. And it goes on through this other, all the official list. Okay. <clears throat> Let's just kind of go with the key points here. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Everything's going to be linked in the show notes. So, the first competition winners will be eligible to receive the following prizes in whole or part and subject to the applicable clients of the terms of the agreement. Prizes won by minors will be awarded to the parents or legal garden who must sign all required affidavits and release. Satoshi's treasures. Ten of the Satoshi's treasure keys are included in the prize pool for competition. So there's ten keys up. At least three of these keys will be given to the first pair to successfully collect, inscribe, and offer the correct set of artifacts, which make up the overall puzzle. For more information on social treasure keys, go to the treasure site. Um, rights to receive tulips. Okay, so this is what we got going on here. The first five entrants are groups of eligible entrants to com complete the overall competition, and the first three to successfully solve the four supporting puzzles represented by all by the four seasonal courts will be eligible to receive a portion of the tulips in the prize pool. The prize pool will represent 0.122% of the initial supply of tulips being issued. So you're going to get a token. The tulips are digital assets on the tulip network. For more information on the tulip network or tulips, please see the tulip white paper. Used persons who are eligible to receive tulips must be accredited investors as defined by security laws. 
So it's security. Non-U.S. persons outside the U.S. are eligible to receive tools upon submitting additional identification. So you have to dox yourself here. Disclaimers. Uh, to the extent you receive tulips, you acknowledge that there's no guarantee that tulips will have any market value, so it can be completely worthless. Uh, not gonna say shitcoin, just did, but the winners further acknowledge a highly speculative nature of the tulips, the financial houses involved, lack of liquidity of tulips, and the restrictions and transferability, and the tax consequences of purchasing and otherwise obtaining tulips, including the tax consequence of receiving tulips in accordance with the terms of the agreement. The actual price value of the price is subject to price fluctuation and the amicable exchanges in the marketplace and the extent of service of provide. Tulips may have no market value. And then it just kind of goes on there. Distribution of tulips, cash price. Key. No cash or other substitutes or prizes guaranteed except for the sole option of sponsor winners. Winners are solely responsible for any and all federal, state, provisional, local taxes, if any that apply to prices. If any reason is determined solely by the sponsor that the winner of the overall contest is not eligible to receive tulips, the winner will receive a cash prize. The cash prize will be no less than 1000 USD. So there's a potential possibility of receiving some monetary value here, but I'm not really feeling it. Confirmation of eligibility, the winner shall provide sponsor with satisfactory proof of age, photo identification, so you can have to dox yourself. Uh, the winner will receive an in-game token notification of winners is 0.7 as proof of the successful completion of one or many of these game puzzles. So it's basically like a winner certificate, the NFT, that's what it's representative of if you solve the puzzles within the game. Uh, they will also receive information on the successful completion by email within 10 business days of winning the competition. That's a pretty long time. If a selected winner cannot be contacted, is ineligible, fails to claim a prize, or applicable or affidavit of eligibility, release is not timely received, incomplete or modified, the prize may be forwarded and an alternative winner may be selected. And then it just kind of goes further. So, uh, the winner list official rules will be so you can. Um, Request it in self-addressed envelope uh, to the principal place of business. Request may be received within four weeks at the end of the competition. So, sponsors may use the personal information it collects by interest to facilitate the participation in the competition and may be more specifically set forth in these official rules. By participating in the competition, errants consent to such collection and use of their personal information. So, Already, you have this prize competition where there's 10 keys at stake. You might receive a possibility of 1,000 USD if you qualify or don't qualify. You're receiving a security token, which has significant tra uh, tax liabilities, and you're going to have to dox yourself. So I can understand why people are very miffed about participating in this particular part of the game, particularly when there's so many keys up for grabs. Uh, so let's talk about this tulip thing. This is from Coindesk. Uh, promoting a new token, Satoshi Treasures wants you to gamify it. So this is by uh, Lee Kuhn, who's a pretty good writer for the space. Uh, Satoshi's Treasures, a global hunt for keys to a million Bitcoin prizes may offer a model for gamifying token issuances. Uh, according to Sochi Treasures co-creator Eric Milser of Primitive Ventures, uh, 
The tech-savvy scavenger hunt is run through an offshore company, so none of the people sponsoring or arranging puzzles know the secrets behind all the keys. The first player team to collect 400 keys to have 1,000 potential keys will be able to claim the Bitcoin loot. The game is ex now expanded beyond Bitcoin. Um, Meltzer said the Tezos Foundation has become the clandestine startup's first client with a side game for players to earn Tezzies starting in December. So far, Meltzer said roughly 20% of the main game keys have been released and all the keys should be released by mid-2020. The global scavenger hunt started seven months ago and currently around, has around 5,000 email subscribers. That represents a slight dip from the summer when the game attracted new backers willing to contribute prizes and key distributions. Supporters like Novo Ravagant, uh, Baji Savan, and ID Code Lab Ventures. In the meantime, the VC-backed block startup Quorum Control is launching its own text-based video game this week with more than 10 keys as a prize plus dozens of rewards. Uh, the business model is evolving towards people distributing the tokens, uh, as Meltzer said, and we're hoping to repeat the model with a bunch of other coins. We think it's better than an airdrop model to make people kind of work for them. To be clear, uh, Quantum Control isn't a client of treasures and hasn't even launched a mainnet yet. However, it offers players yet an opportunity to explore the game location for cryptocurrency projects. Um, Quantum Control co-founder Andrew Holtz said this new test-based quest Jason's game was a model after the venture game Zork, and the game is hosted via Quantum Control's website with an in-game crypto wallet. It involves four levels with riddles and puzzles the players interact with as they would with a command line terminal. The new airdrop. In addition to offering winners clues to the billion dollar Bitcoin prize, there's also strings of numbers and letters that go into the players' wallets like non-fungible tokens. The NFT is a way to get those tokens ahead of time, kind of like a promissory note for the tokens, a set amount initial price. He said roughly 120,000 tulip tokens that will be distributed to more than 17 winners, ranked by challenges fee. And then it kind of goes on about this. So <clears throat> this is another side venture quest thing that the Printed Adventures who runs the Toshi's Treasure game are doing. You can take that where you will. Uh, they did tweet on their official account to clarify that there are many ST main hunt BTC keys in this game in addition to the Tulip Prize. Um, there was also a release of these pictures, which I have not been able to personally scan myself. I think they were a little too far for you to do so. But maybe someone more apt than myself are, a are able to be able to uh, ascertain the QR code. <coughs> You know, if you're just curious, like myself, like what is MUD, which is the name of the key, is Muddy Key. Um, this is from Wicca. A MUD is um, a multi-user dungeon with later variants, multiple users dimensions, and multiple user domains. It's a multiplayer, real-time virtual world, usually text-based, so very old school. Uh, MUDs combine elements of role-playing games, hack and slash, player versus player, and interactive fiction. We've talked about interactive fiction before about the influence of text-based games on this and online chat. Um, players can read or view descriptions of rooms, objects, and other players, non-player characters, and actions perform in the virtual world. Players typically interact with each other in the world by typing commands resembling um, a natural language. So syntax is still an issue with this. Um, Dungeons and Dragons is considered a mud Colossal case 
Cave Adventure, which we talked about in Text Based Adventure, Based Adventure Games. That that episode is considered a mud. So this is just basically text based adventure games. Um, so there's that. I also have a link to the Wicca page, but also to our mud if you're interested in finding out more information about mud games. So the issue I have been having with this particular puzzle key is one, when I went to download it and I have Linux and compile, try to compile it, I had an issue trying to get the game to work. And the reason being is this, uh, you know, I'm not that tech savvy when it comes to um, programs or putting them together. Uh, personally, like if I see a program and I want to support it, I might like check and verify and make sure I know how to do that and download the program. And then when I extract the file and it gives me all the files, I can look at it. And if I don't personally see a particular icon, and I'll give an example here. like um, the Tor browser here. If I don't see this little Tor browser, I'm not messing with the program. It's obviously too early in the versions for me personally at my skill level to mess with it. So I just remove the program and I just wait for the latest version that has this automatically all compiled together where I just basically, it's an app and I just click it and I get into the program with the when I tried doing that with this game it it just wouldn't come on I didn't see any icons at all with this game and it just is really frustrating personally and then when you go to Tulip I mean, they don't, they say they have it on, I, I couldn't find it on their site. So, there's that issue. And it just, not to mention in the Telegram chat, people have having issues with the game itself. It, like, it has bugs, like significant bugs. People were in frustrated with the game itself. People have, again, questions about the fact that you're getting security, so many keys at stake, and are we going to have to wait till February for another freaking clue drop? That's kind of ridiculous. So there's that. So on some general gaming news, um, Tatoshi Cypher Group is no more. It kind of imploded. Uh, you can go to the main Telegram chat and you can find out some of the issues, but uh, it is not here any longer. Um, what had happened, and I thought I was gonna be able to do this for this um, video, is the manager of that particular uh, group decided to sell the keys at the, the that the group has found and as a result um, 
it was like going for 200 bucks for basically all the keys that have been found so far. It's... It caused people to get very miffed, especially considering that some people within the, the group were getting all the keys, it was being held by one person, and which brings the whole concept of if you don't have your keys, they're not your keys. Um, you know, a whole concept of custodial, if you will. Um, I do have a link in the show notes. Someone did release some keys for people. So I have a link in the show notes to at least all the keys in order that has been known and what is out there. So there's a, a few more that are not, you know, publicly disclosed or whatever, but it's just the key numbers. So there's that for you. I personally didn't pay for anyone to get these keys, but yeah. So that's the status of the game so far. Uh, I'm not even really sure if I'm gonna be doing any more videos just simply because it's not really fun anymore. It's kind of gotten toxic. Uh, the clues are not dropping as fast, and they're not as fun to do. Um, they're not. This game, I know, kind of wasn't for general audiences, but it did present itself to be something for general audiences. And I'm not really sure if what exactly the game makers are doing. We still don't have proof of funds. We haven't had a D live um, discussion or anything. They're they're doing some weird stuff with these sponsors. They're really dragging out this game that allegedly was supposed to take a year. They're doing, you know, attaching tokens to um, this game, if you will. They're not Bitcoin-centric, so it kind of alienates the people that came in this game that's really from the Bitcoin community. Um, and also exposing them to like tax liabilities, like really significant ones when it comes to securities. To participate in this game so yeah it's it's kind of wonky and just um, I'll pop up if there's something significant going on but as of now I just this is it's just not fun anymore it just isn't fun and there are other things I can be doing that are fun um, it's just kind of sad the way that the game has devolved and everything but this is I guess my last update of Satoshi's treasure hunt. So there you have it, hunters. Um, good luck with the hunt. Good luck, Satoshi hunters. But this is Hiroja Shibe uh, of Satoshi's treasure hunters. I'm logging out.